0: episode 54 where are you Mm -hmm. i love it this fried squirms there never going to be any other way for me to fucking work in a car 54 reference other than our episode 54 so uh here we are episode 54 yeah i'm danny i'm tyler we're going to talk about a horror movie we normally talk about horror movies yeah that's our gig that's the whole point of the show (laughs) in case you're new though that's what we do yeah welcome But first, I did see a little bit of horror news that I figured might as well share, sort of be current with things. Normally we don't bring too much news, but I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on. There was a couple things that caught my eye. So Cool. So normally I wouldn't have given a fucking shit about reporting this, except we just very recently did Creature from the Black Lagoon. And I talked about Universals trying to do the dark universe thing. And it looked pretty much dead in the water until just today. It's pretty awesome. The guy that directed the live action Beauty and the Beast, okay, was the guy Universal tapped to do reboot of Bride of Frankenstein. It's going be um, interesting to see his take. And it looked like the whole Dark Universe thing was dead, but he started putting together a crew, and they still have a Frankenstein attached. Wow. And not only do they have a fucking Frankenstein attached, it is... Oh, yeah. It's not just any little buddy. It's fucking Javier Bardem.
1: Oh, wow. No kidding. Yeah. No country for Frankenstein.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They did have Angelina Jolie attached to be the bride, but she left because it's been taking so long. Right. But they're currently looking at fucking Gal Gadot. No kidding. Wonder Woman, to be the Bride of Frankenstein.
1: Easy on the eyes?
0: Against fucking Anton Sugar himself. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be neat to see what comes of that. If anything comes of it. Everything sort of seemed dead until today. And who knows? Maybe they're not actually going to make a dark universe, but maybe they're like, we look like we have a winning formula for this movie at least, so let's still do it. Why not? Who fucking knows, but...
1: Yeah, it's worth a shot, you know, see what happens.
0: Talking about movie universes. Now, I feel bad because I haven't actually watched either of these movies. Okay. But I know that they are insanely successful, both the franchises, and we both like Blumhouse.
1: Oh, yeah, we're a fan, and we've talked about them several times on the show. Yeah,
0: there's more properties of theirs that we're definitely going to get to. Just a matter of time. In fact, maybe some of these, just to finally have a fucking excuse to check them out. But this could be big news if you're a fan of these things. Insidious and sinister franchises might end up crossing over.
1: You know, the cool thing about some of this is we had mentioned whether it's comic book crossovers, movie franchises, etc. So this is uh, another one that's taken its turn to see what happens. It'll be interesting.
0: He said that they've thought about it before and they still might do it. I don't know. It was kind of an offhanded remark. It didn't sound like there was any sort of serious plans, but... It is something they're thinking about, hmm. you know. Maybe now that he said this in an interview, they're probably going to track to see how much people fucking talk about it and how much interest there actually is in it.
1: So yeah, I mean, it's definitely. If those you're interested,
0: keep fucking talking about it. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, why not? You know.
0: But I know that both these fucking franchises have made bank, even if I haven't seen. Yeah, I
1: think we've talked minute, about so. some other gross numbers, and it's ridiculous. But I mean, big ups to them and kudos, and I think it would probably just further their franchise if they did a crossover. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, if they cross
0: over, I will watch all the movies just to yeah, get just to the because. crossover. Yeah, so cross over and you'll fucking got us. You'll you got us for sure. Even though I feel kind of bad now, it's all right since I so, haven't seen. It's all them. right since I co-host a fucking horror podcast and I haven't seen these. Hey
1: man, we only have so much time. That's true.
0: And then I had one other thing. Okay. Which we're gonna have to pause the recording for real quick. Yeah, no worries. But. I know that we're both big fans of the franchise, and they just dropped a trailer for the 10th Hellraiser movie, and I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I didn't even know they dropped it. I was looking for a completely different news story, and I just, I saw this, and I was like, oh, well, let's check it out and maybe react a little bit to it. See if, I want to be excited for it, even though I know that it's not Doug Bradley. Well, you know, the fun thing, too,
1: is we're no strangers to watching trailers and getting reactions, too, so that'll be fun.
0: I don't know if this might be like the second trailer or something. There might have already been a trailer. I haven't really been following it because all of those franchises, unfortunately, have not gotten better as time has gone on.
1: Yeah, they're a little rough around the edges.
0: But I'm hopeful. That's why we're going to do this. A little bit experiment. We'll be back in like two seconds your time, but more like three minutes our time.
1: Stay tuned. What do you think, Tyler?
0: I think we both were thinking the same thing at the very end scary shit it doesn't look like a wide release video
1: no i was thinking it kind of looks like it is made for a video on demand and we got confirmation of that but it looks interesting i mean there's some good ideas it looks like some decent concepts they're trying to use all the
0: character design has me sucked in there was nothing to suggest that the storytelling in it is going to be any good
1: oh yeah at all hopefully if we watch it they prove us wrong
0: (laughs) Uh, That's the thing, though. If they promise on half of the gore from those characters that the trailer promises, if if they come through on half of that, I think it'll be worth watching for the spectacle alone.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that, yeah.
0: And new dude doesn't look bad as Pinhead. No, he looks believable. Yeah. And in fact, he kind of stood out to me in the trailer, like... If everything else does end up being shit, he kind of seemed like he sort of had his shit together. He has potential, yeah. We'll see. I still think they should give it to the Baskin guys. I don't know if the Baskin guys even want it, but I think that they should start We're still pitching for it, though. Like, sending them gift baskets. And, like, throwing hookers through their windows. That's cool. We can help with that. We don't condone it, though. No. No, like, let them in like a normal person.
1: Yeah. Be a gentleman. But with that... I mean, that, that's all I really have. I think the only thing that was interesting or of note, if anybody is a fan of the Netflix movie that came out, Turbo Kid, the writer and director of that movie, Francois Simard and Nielke Whistle, they are already post-production of a film called Summer of 84, which I think it was telling you is about a group of teens who are looking for a serial killer who might be a next-door neighbor. Mm -hmm. it looks promising i saw the trailer for that and i don't know we'll see what happens but i really enjoyed turbo kid i thought it was a good movie it's a lot of fun i'll admit i still haven't watched
0: it and i know that's not even that long is it yeah it's not awfully long but
1: it's worth the watch it's a lot of fun
0: everybody was telling me about it and i don't know i just never got to it that's
1: okay we've got time it'll get
0: there so with that i guess this is episode 54 yes we're talking about i saw the devil that's oh my god This was my first time watching it. Let's start off by getting into the Guts and Bolts. Let's do it.
1: Guts and Bolts.
0: Alright, so here we are in the Guts and Bolts. Guts and Bolts. Where we sort of talk about the cast and crew and all the connections that go into this movie. And I think this movie is a good example of why we do this. Now, we sort of explained it back on the 50th episode that we started this guts and bolts section kind of because we'd always try to recommend movies to our friends that we knew if we just told them the fucking (laughs) synopsis, like, they're not going to watch this movie ever.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't do it justice. So maybe you start trying to throw names at them that they might be familiar with.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. So you're like, well, here, you saw this, right? Like, so this person's in it, and this person helped make it, and this and that. And so that's the way we would always try to sell movies anyway. And the fact is, this movie's been on my to-watch list for those same reasons. There is a member of the cast and the crew Mm -hmm. that I really, really like previous works of, and so I've had my eye on this movie. When you suggested it after the episode last week, I was like, oh, yes. Fuck yes. Finally, I have an awesome excuse to finally sit down and watch it, because I
1: just haven't made the time
0: for this two-hour, 20-minute
1: movie. Oh, man. And for me... You know, when you made the confirmation that you were wanting to do this film, gave me a little baby boner. I was like, yes, I was ready. I'm ready for this film. And so I
0: was excited because of the director. Mm -hmm. And oh, God, we are just going to butcher these fucking names. Did we mention this is a Korean flick? Yeah, this is a Korean (laughs) flick. So what
1: I would like to do is. In their tradition, South Korea, is they like to use the family name first in their name, and then they use a hyphenated two-name first mm-hmm.
0: name? Well, the director is Kim Ji-Woon. Right, correct. And the actor is Lee byung Hun. Okay, he's a boss. Who worked together previously on the film The Good, the Bad, and the Weird, mm-hmm. which I love. I think that movie is fantastic. It is not a horror movie. (laughs) I have not
1: seen that film, but I know about
0: it. It's kind of if you took The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and reimagined it as an anime and then made that anime live action. That's awesome. And Lee Byung-hun plays the bad. I can't remember the character's actual name, but, I mean, it's The Good, The Bad, The Weird. Right. He plays the bad and is fantastic. He was very recently in the remake of... Magnificent Seven. Yeah. And was really good in that too. Awesome. And is far older than he looks, I realized. That guy's 47.
1: Yeah, and he's in tip top <laughs> shape. Oh, and he was also Storm
0: Shadow. Yeah. motherfucker in the g.i. joe G. movies films. yeah that's which is awesome entertaining Looking. way better than number one by the way i did not think that was going to be the case but it is so over the top bonkers that uh, you can't help but enjoy it
1: i was familiar with the director of this film because of a film that i actually owned and i've watched and one of my sisters is also a fan of it but he was responsible for a tale called a tale of two sisters And that film, it's really haunting, but it's a fantastic film. I think it's one we'll eventually get to down the road. And he's also a part of something we've mentioned that has Takashi Miike involved. And this series is called Three Extremes. He was a part of the second movie, and he did the memory sequence for that film. And uh, he's also known for the film The Age of Shadows. No, I've never actually watched Three Extremes. I've seen the first one. I okay. ha- I own the second. I mean, I own both films, but I haven't watched the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to They're anthologies. To yeah, it's, they're fun.
0: And that's the other thing. If you've never, you know, gorged yourself on a kimchi western or a haunting <laughs> Korean tale, there's another film that the other lead is linked to. That's probably way more famous than anything that we've mentioned yet.
1: Yes. The OG and the remake
0: of it as well. I would say as co-lead, I think would be fair. No doubt. Alongside Lee Byung-hun is Choi Min-sik. Yeah. Who is the lead in... Old boy... Old Boy is a fantastic movie.
1: Yeah, that movie came out uh, in 2003, and it was around that same time, like I said, where I was getting into films of this nature, and I'd seen Old Boy, and I was like, "Holy moly!" Yeah, it's quite a tell. Well, and I remember it got a lot of press
0: at one point because wasn't was it the Virginia Tech shooter was Possibly. into it, something like that? I mean, there's that's around uh, the time. A contingent of people that whenever one of those things happened, yeah, they, they delve into what media into they were consuming. And I remember one of the shootings around that time period, somebody was a fan of Old Boy, and it kind of got. A little bit of extra press at that point. Yeah, you know, because it make, is a
1: very violent movie. It certainly is. But I was going to say not to make too much light of the situation because it's not, you know, a light situation. But I'm just thinking if somebody saw what we have been watching <laughs> recently, oh, fuck, <laughs> it's like these guys are on a projection of something sinister, perhaps. But no, we're not. We're good gentlemen. Well, yeah. so far, far as <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> Choi Min-sik, he plays uh, Jang Kyung-chul in this film. And like we talked about, old boy, he was also known for being a part of a film called Lady Vengeance. That was a big one. And he was known for doing some TV series in the springtime. There was a film called Crying Fist, Leafy, Henans The Wild, Lucy, which if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the highest grossing animated film in mm. South Korean history. I and mean, he lent a voice to it. Yeah, I mean he's uh he's a renowned actor in South Korea and uh, Old Boy is probably something that people are more familiar with, but man, he does a fantastic job in this film.
0: I mean, being a Korean film, there's probably not many credits that you would really know a lot
1: no, of these I mean, folks you, from maybe, overall. Maybe
0: other than these films that we I just think,
1: named off. Yeah, I think our like I said, our two main actors in this film, they have crossed over and done some more worldwide films. But that's no discredit to other people in this film, you know what I mean? But I guess because we have talked about our director, I don't want to get too far into the cast because, I mean, there's not a huge cast, but I do want to mention the writers on this film, and one of them is Kim Ji-Woon. They helped with the adaptation of the film. Park Hoon Jung, they helped also with the script. Now, they've done work also with our director, Kim Ji-Woon, like on the showdown, New World, The Tiger, and Old Hunter's Tale, and VIP. So you'll start seeing some of these credits reappear with a lot of these people because typically, I think in close-knit countries especially in like the film industry they tend to stick together which is you know mm-hmm. it's not uncommon but anyhow getting back to that what i was going to say is it's like you'll start seeing a lot of these credits over and over but anyhow oh shit we didn't hit the synopsis oh we didn't
0: before we get any further yeah so we that, apologize to see if you want to be interested in this fucking movie maybe we, we should t- give a yeah try to sell you it's a revenge tale uh-huh. a secret agent's Literally, he's referred to as a secret agent at some point. Right, it's made clear in the beginning that he's a government agent at some point, but somebody actually refers to him as a secret agent. So,
1: <laughs> we like
0: it. A secret agent's fiance is brutally murdered on her birthday, and he seeks revenge in what turns into an excessively
1: violent game of cat and mouse. I think it's a good summation of this film. Like I said, it's a South Korean film. It's our second South Korean film in our run of film so far. I mean, we did The Host earlier. Yeah. And now this is our second one. I'm proud with this one, too, because it's quite the tell. And uh, I think because it's come out within the last decade, it came out in 2010, people might be familiar with the name, but not necessarily have seen it.
0: It is. I will have to say it's rather easy to go watch on Shudder yeah we're not getting paid for by them but we but pay we do them. enjoy it <laughs>
1: no i mean i enjoy their services like i said i've got close to 100 films in my list of films i want to watch on shutter so that should tell you something
0: that is how we watched uh, henry as well actually. It certainly was and a couple other movies we could have i think if we would have just realized uh, yeah. i'm still not i'm to be honest i'm sorry shutter just i'm not used to using you yet
1: it's okay I'll teach I'm you. just
0: so used to going to like my Amazon, my Netflix, because I've had them for so much longer.
1: It's but okay. It's, yeah, I know what you mean. It takes time. I'm sorry, Shutter, but you helped
0: me so much on this one because I was able to just be like, oh, cool, I already got a fucking account there. Bam. Bam. And here I went with a great fucking... The International mm. Cut, which, since we are in the fucking guts and bolts of it, Korean Cut... I'm kind of glad there wasn't even an option to watch cuz I probably would have watched it not realizing what was the difference? Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently the Korean cut is super censored compared to this cut.
1: Oh yeah, they had to chop this film up several times. At one point they kept getting a like 19+ rating in South Korea which was pretty much like a death nail. Someone's like a mm-hmm. I don't know like an NC17 or right. X or something of that nature, you know. So they had to cut a lot down just to get it to like an 18-plus, which I guess is like an equivalent to an R here in the States. But yeah, because of that, there are a lot of scenes that are cut out of the final product. Well, and not just cut out. From what I read, the Korean cut's actually longer. Oh No, the Korean cut itself is the international cut, like you said, for the rest of us is chopped down.
0: Yeah, and it's chopped down, but through the international cut is the director's preferred version. I can understand Because that. he was able to put in... It's almost the opposite of the Korean cut. He was able to put in all the graphically violent scenes and take out all the fucking bullshit filler you know and what? leave in only enough to get us from one place to the next, yeah. which still makes it a fucking
1: two-hour, 20-minute movie. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That is one thing, too. Is like Just know that if you're going to get involved with this film, you have to dedicate at least two hours and 20 minutes to this film.
0: There's gotta be a fan out there that's married the two, right? Like, that's figured out where the extra scenes in the Korean cut figure into the international
1: cut. Oh, I, mean. I can imagine so. Like, you know, there's
0: gotta be a supercut out there. Some mega-fan has made a fucking
1: supercut, right? I would Please. hope so. <laughs> if not... There you go. I mean, it's interesting, like I said, how, how much stuff got chopped down. And I did get a copy of this film recently, and I have seen some of the deleted scenes of the film that we didn't get to see. So I'll mention those maybe in the squeal section. I did want to mention our cinematographer on this film because this gentleman is responsible for some really cool tells, uh, some really good films. This person is Lee Muge, and he was the cinematographer on it. The good, the bad, the weird. The Tiger, and Old Hunter's Tale, and Asura, The City of Madness. Um, So, you know, if you've seen any of those films, this is your cinematographer for it. Our editor is Nam Nayung. They were also responsible for editing The Good, The Bad, The Weird. Doomsday Book, No Tears for the Dead. A film called Sunny, which one of our actresses, she was involved with that. And the film Mother, they were in the editorial department for uh, the music for this, I, I'm really impressed with the score on this Holy film. Holy shit. Dude, I want this fucking soundtrack. It's really beautiful. It's uh, Everything about how it resonates in this film, it's perfect. This person did a fantastic job, and this person's Lee Sung yoon or Maog. 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 I did want to mention this, because they have won several awards for their scores in film, and they've won Best Music Awards for the film Masquerade, Quay, A Monster Boy, Don The Portrait of a Poet, The Crucible, Miss Granny, and The Age of Shadows. I mean, that's remarkable for that run of films. <laughs> you know what I mean? U.S. We'll, film studios start snapping up Maug to fucking Maug score is, more you, fucking horror films because this is... Gorgeous. It's fantastic. so I can't praise it enough really. I mean we'll talk about it, of course in the squill, but I want to hear them great. more. So somebody fucking give them all the work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Can't agree more with that. But like I said, our producers are Kim Young woo, Joe Sung won, Kim Young, and Kim jung wa. Uh, production companies are Bake Ventures, Softbox, MediaPlex, Peppermint & Company, and Sizz Entertainment. I did like Peppermint Company's their logo. It's kind of interesting, I like the opening of it in the film. I mm-hmm. liked that. That was kind of neat. Distributors for this one, which I own, exactly, Magnet Releasing. They released the 2011 USA Theatrical Limited release. It, like had a super limited release, but they're also responsible for releasing the DVD that I own. And Showbox Media Plex, they helped with the 2010 South Korea theatrical release. D Films helped with Canada's 2011 theatrical release. And Optimum Releasing helped with the United Kingdom's 2010 theatrical release. The budget was a pretty moderate budget, $6 million. Uh, the opening weekend here in the States, led that limited release was like 13000 But worldwide, it made $12.8 million. Cool. So more Surprise. than double their money. Yeah. Special effects, I did give credit to a couple of people because they were part of the makeup department. It was Kwak Young. They were involved with the film, The Good, The Bad, The Weird. I'd be curious to see what this has made on home video since its oh, release. Oh, yeah, I would because imagine it's made it's been very a
0: critically acclaimed. Yeah, for and it's good, been out for eight reasons. years now,
1: yeah. right there at it. So I imagine it's made quite a bit. I mean, people should know about it by now. Hell, I got a copy of it. Kwak Young, like I said, they helped with makeup for The Good, Bad, The Weird, Inside Men and Thieves. Lee Hee Yoon, they helped with The extremes The Host, which we covered, the film Chaser, Thirst, Mother, Memories of Murder, and a film I think you're familiar with, Okja. Yeah, so uh, they helped with the makeup department. Release date for this was August 12th, 2010 in South Korea, September 14th, 2010 at the Toronto International Film Festival in Canada, January 21st, 2011 at the Sundance Film Festival here in the States. Uh, Got a March 4th limited release. In April 29th, 2011, in the United Kingdom, I've got four taglines for this film. All right. Hit me the Oh, phone. you know I like my taglines. So the first one I have is, Pray for Revenge. Okay. Second one is, Evil Lives Inside. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is the Scandinavian Blu-ray tagline, Abandon All Compassion. Okay. And the fourth one, To Catch a Monster, He Must Become One. That one's the most on the nose, but it's almost the best out of all of them. My DVD, it has Pray for Revenge. But, you know, I can understand that, but I kind of like the last one. You're right, it's more on the nose. Of course, I mean, the name alone
0: kind of hints at what the fuck's going to happen anyway.
1: I mean, everything leading into this film, you should know there's some kind of revenge plot. I mean, it's heavily implied. Like I said, leading off, I wanna. We've already talked about these two gentlemen, but you're right. Lee Byung Hun, he plays Kim Soo Yoon. Choi Min Sik, he plays Jung Kung Chu. Then after that, I did write down a couple of people that were like in the families, so I think it kind of oh, helps yeah. out with that. Oh San Ha played Jang Ju Yun, which is Soo Yun's fiance. So she is the lady that triggers the revenge.
0: Oh, and, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. So beginning. this is yeah, Jang Ju yoon Like I said, that's our main actor, his fiance. Interesting films. you know how many films she was in? This. This one. So, yeah, this is her only credit. So, she's not in it very long, but, you know. Guk Hwan. They are Squad Chief Jang, the old gentleman, which is Ju Yun's father. And he's been in a few films. Secret Reunion, The Company Man, and The Bow. So, if you're familiar with those. Kim yoon Xiao is Jang Soo-yoon, which is uh, Ju Yun's sister. She's been in quite a few things, man. She's more known for South Korean TV. Mm-hmm. So... If you Watch South Korean TV, you might have seen her. I mean, only on Sundays, yeah. That's the only time I ever watched that, it's the only time I got time for it. Yeah, Chun Hoo Jin is Section Chief Oh in this film, Choi Moo Sung is Teju, Ju, which is Kyung Chul's friend later on in the film. He is a gentleman that has a delectable taste oh, for meat, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kim In Tsue is. Se-jung, uh, she is Te jus girlfriend, is what they give her credit for, but she's in the house in a lot of sequences. Yun Che jung is Han Sung-yi, which is the nurse in this film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nam bu is Oh's daughter. And she was the one that was uh, saying that was in the show Sunny, which our editor was involved with. Okay, cool. Yeah, so there was other two credits I have to give credit to. Uh, I did watch, like making up showed like how certain scenes were made. But two people were Jun Du Hong. He was a choreographer and he helped choreograph a lot of the martial arts sequences and like the car crashes and things like that. So he had a heavy hand in that. And the person who was the director of those sequences is Her Pyeong Heng. So okay. uh, those two gentlemen, they helped develop all those sequences that we get to see throughout the film. Yeah. But that kind of rounds out the cast. Like so I said, it was kind of a mouthful of names and we probably blundered a couple of them. Uh, but... Yeah, oh, Jesus, I'm sure we did. We're sorry. Yeah, forgive us. We Please. tried. We tried. <laughs> okay, uh, so we got that rounded out. I mean, and
0: I'm going to make a note right now. Yeah. I'm sorry, but just so that I don't continue to butcher their names, I'm going to, from here on out, refer to Choi Min-sik as Old Boy. Okay. And Lee Byung-hun the bad? as New Boy.
1: New Boy, okay. <laughs> I like that. Old Boy New Boy, I mean... Kind of is fitting in this film, too. Just keep that in mind for reference. I like that. All right. So what we like to do... Oh, shit. A warning, huh? Yeah, we definitely have to give a warning for this film. Damn. So part of the reason we did this film, too, just kind of a behind the scenes for us, is we talked about the fact that our last two films were kind of, you know, on the light side. We did a fucking G movie with the creature, and we did Ravenous, which is... It's a lot of dark comedy. I mean, it's still good. Still good moments of gore, et cetera. But, but not eh, any of the. It's not heavy. I mean, I've, we've done a lot of heavier things. It was time to get back to it, man. We were itching
0: for something, yeah, bigger and badder, man. And boy, did we pick one. Oh well, you picked it because I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I can't even help remember. With it, we were man. we were thinking on something else, and it immediately changed as soon as you.
1: I think as soon as we saw that, I was like, "Hum, I know it's something that we've mentioned." I don't think he had seen it, but... Alright, so, a warning with this film. There is a lot of violence. A lot yeah, of violence. very violent movie. A lot of people
0: get killed.
1: A lot of ass right weapons. Of yeah, there's a lot of blood. There's some language, I mean, for subtitles. I can imagine the dubbed version, too. Mutilated bodies. Yeah. Attempted rape. Yep. Rape. Lots of that. Just not a, lots of rape. Well, not, too, not lots. To rape. You're right. I mean, I'm not. It's not excessive, but the moments are—they're pretty intense. So if you're not comfortable with that, you might want to fast forward through those scenes. It doesn't take anything away from the film. If you do, there's nudity. There's mm, cursing. Yeah, like a little cursing. A lot of violence. Lots of blood. Lots of
0: blood. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a dark movie overall, anyway. The themes
1: are super dark. Yeah.
0: I mean, so I suppose this is kind of a horror thriller. But being a revenge movie, that's kind of how they tend to go anyway. Right, yeah. Because I suppose it should be noted, like, in revenge horror movies, they tend not to be, like, scary in, like, the way where the story is a setup to try to scare you, the audience. Yeah, makes sense. It's more of a story where they're showing you a lot of horrific things and the way that humanity itself is just very few actions away from being monsters oh, very for easily yeah, for certain yeah and just how easily like you can become a victim especially in this case with mm. a fucking old boy's character it's, old uh, boy is well, to reference a movie that we've done on the podcast before old boy kills with the same impunity
1: as henry oh he certainly does no abandon yeah, I mean, we'll definitely talk about that. But you're right. It's a heavy movie. Like I said, it's a long journey. It's well worth the journey if you're into this kind of thing. I am super excited to talk about everything about this film.
0: But be warned going in, this is fucking extreme.
1: Oh, it's super extreme. I mean, even for a foreign film, it's it's graphic. So put on your seatbelt and enjoy the ride.
0: And now we're going to squeal. How did that make you squeal? Mm, about to tell you. How does that make you squeal?
1: I want to tell them what time it is? It's
0: time to squeal about oh, this yeah. shit. Oh, So, here's the how did that make you squeal. Mm-hmm. And here there be spoilers. Yeah, be warned. No, that's where we are actually going to fucking talk about the movie. God damn it. And, oh my god. First off, if I haven't already said it, I was really glad to finally fucking watch this movie. And I'm really, really glad that you brought it up. Because it's really, really good.
1: <laughs> oh, man, this movie is so good. And... It's one too. Like, if I know people are familiar with other films that are similar to this, maybe in its content, you know, and maybe it's just its imagery. And i oh, I definitely recommend this film any day of the week. Yeah, we were fortunate enough, like you said, that Shudder had it available. We were like, why not? It's accessible. Let's do it. Now, uh, we
0: already mentioned last week when we were talking about this movie and we realized it was two hours and 20 minutes long. We're not going to talk about every fucking no, thing in this movie. No, no. we'd be Because we don't want to fucking. I mean. We don't mind talking to each other, Yeah, but we don't want to fucking sit here talking just about this movie for the next three goddamn hours, No, which would be really easy to do with a two-hour, 20-minute movie, Oh yeah, talking about every little thing, and it'd be easy to talk about every little thing, because there's a lot of really,
1: like... There's a lot of cool shots in this. The cinematography is... It sweet. earns its two
0: hours, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I don't feel like there's anything that they really could have took out. Beyond that, everything feels nicely put together. It's just a bit of a time investment for a single movie.
1: It is, and there's heavy chunked scenes in, but I mean, it flows really well. You know, there's like, I don't feel like there's any really stagnation in the storytelling. You know, it just, it flows really well. You know, by the time you look up, you're like, oh, it's an hour and a half in, and you know, you got like close another hour, but then it it just flows. So if you don't mind,
0: since it was my first time, mm-hmm. I'm kind of just going to go through my notes and see what we hit okay. and if there's anything extra you oh, want to yeah, throw yeah, yeah. in I'm fine feel free to throw it in okay. and we'll just see what we end up talking about because this is a really good movie Okay. we already talked about it my very first note was off the bat the fucking music rocks
1: oh man yeah <laughs> even opening up the score sets the tone And, you know, along with that, I just want to mention really quick, like, without going into the film too much, it's just, yeah, the opening scene is you get the car drive and the snow and the opening score. It's really pretty. It's just kind of a a really nice opening intro.
0: Not in how it actually sounded, but with the smoothness of it and the fact that you were following, in this case, it was a road, but the fact that you were following the major travel way, Mm -hmm. it reminded me kind of the Cannibal Holocaust opening. Oh, yeah. With the really pretty music... And the only way to really travel safely would be the river in the case of cannibal Holocaust, and it follows the river with yeah. the green on either side, this follows the road with the white snowbanks on either
1: side and yeah it's just, it's a really good choice of of that scene, but I, not I in like a huge overhead this is no, no, no. like p o v yeah you're like kind of looking from uh, the driver's perspective, yeah, through the windshield, but it's really pretty good opening, yeah. So, I mean, throughout the film too, the score, I think for moments of tension, for just like the beats, you know, and even moments of drama and just throughout, it's just really well done. Nothing feels like erratic or out of place.
0: No, there was one other thing, both times I watched it, my first time through and then my second time when I actually took my notes, there was something that majorly stood out to me and I'll skip ahead a little bit, but when New Boy... After he's taken care of his first two suspects Mm -hmm. and he's in his apartment and he's got the other two pictures hanging up on the wall and he's trying to figure out who he's going to go after next and he lays down for a second and then he gets back back up and he's like, there's something about old boy that he's like, I'm going to go after him next. Like, I think it's him. The music in that bit, the first 10 seconds Mm -hmm. of it, absolutely. I'm like, oh my God, even if they didn't mean to, it was almost like this beautiful take On Halloween, Mm. and then it just opens up and becomes a bit more lush, still pretty minimalist, still, only maybe like four or five parts moving in there, but just like this opened up from the sort of bounciness of that.
1: Yeah, what I was gonna say in that scene, too, with him looking at the picture of Old Boy, is he, you know, when he finally examines it and, you know, continues on with his journey, it kind of pans out, and you see the city view i thought that was kind of cool too to kind of end that scene It almost kind of gives you a bigger scope of the size of the city there are a lot of people in this film but not really you know no. yeah they considering yeah. how much ground they cover
0: this is another one of those movies talk about the amount of people in this movie this is another one of those movies that for the amount of actual major players in this movie there end up being a lot of fucking dead
1: bodies but yeah it's heavy body count in this film yeah the ratio of, of people who are in this film compared to how many people die in this film yeah heavy ratio oh shit so
0: also another note about when i was first going into this movie and something i was writing down during the credits Mm -hmm. as i was thinking about it going through my second time although i was sold on watching it simply because of new boy and the director and how they did with the good the bad the weird I had watched the trailer for it at some point. I can't remember what it popped up in front of, but I'd seen a trailer for it a few times. And I feel now like I was cheated by the trailer. This is a much better movie than the trailer implies, and it does not convey the craziness that this movie
1: gets to by any means. There's a lot of tense moments in this film. Like I said, there's a lot of action and a lot of mayhem. For the majority of this film, (laughs) it's good yeah i think that's you know it's pretty interesting though too i like it
0: is there anything that stands out to you about i mean the first kill was cool but there's nothing that really stood out to me other than what i like how blank old boy was about yeah
1: what i like about this film is that you are almost immediately introduced to old boy so you're already introduced to your bad guy in the film and something vicious happens and it sets the whole tone for the rest of the film you know, because it's it's very brutal. It's just it's something that you don't anticipate, maybe within the opening couple of minutes of a film. And what we find, what happens to this person, this woman, and what she's carrying. <laughs> oh, man, it's brutal, man. It's a heavy subject matter to deal with if you're not comfortable with it. And I feel like with
0: how extreme some of the violence goes in this movie, they didn't really play that up as much. Like, I think it would have been f- even more fucked up if in the scene where they find her head, instead they would have found the fucking fetus.
1: They could have pulled them a Takashi Miike
0: on that one. I mean like they, they certainly they if they really wanted to play on that too much, but yeah. to be honest, most of the time I forgot that she was pregnant.
1: Yeah, and I think the
0: reason to be honest, it was, she it was already it was already fucked up enough that she was killed on her birthday. Oh man. What
1: a way to go. Just like a couple weeks after they'd gotten Got engaged. Got engaged. Like a month is yeah. what, what was confirmed. And the way, too, is like, she's just waiting on a tow truck. She even like that, talks That to... alone
0: was enough to me, but she wasn't showing yet. She hadn't told him no, yet. No. Which, I mean, it just serves as a blow later on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you really wanted to play that up, you could have just shown the fetus from the beginning, oh, man, yeah. and that could have been why he snapped so hard.
1: Yeah. You know, that's a good point, too. They could have played with that. Because um, he
0: was already fucking going nuts, even before he learned that later on.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know... Maybe that's a part of the cut we didn't get to see. Who knows? That's a good point, too. They wanted to really hit you heavy. But you're right. I mean, there's the uh, the blowback towards the end, the revelation that he didn't realize some of these facts. New boy, that is. Yeah, like I so said, with that, I like how it opens up. You know, you have the grieving period, and then you have... Oh, right. here, alternate.
0: She's pregnant. He knows that from the get-go. They yeah. find the fetus instead of the head. The head, right, yeah
1: the revelation later on it's not yours it's not your baby it was oh boys. <laughs> are you fucked up during that scene where they do collect her decapitated head in that field is the panic that surrounds it like how chaotic it gets i like how they use new What's boys in the box? Uh, well yeah i like new boy i like how his you know the music cues out and everything sounds deafening to him So it makes it feel like it's starting to really affect him, you know? I did like that, but what I liked a little bit too is the humor in that scene where they drop the fucking box. Oh my God. And the head rolls
0: out. I was about to say, my
1: note on that entire scene is
0: man, how fucked up is it that the dude fucking tripped with the box?
1: Oh man, the head rolls out. I'm like, (laughs) oh man. Well, you know what that scene reminds me of, too. But that's too. the thing.
0: There's some good moments of humor in this movie. There, there are,
1: if you're paying attention. It reminded me a little bit of the movie Seven with Brad Pitt. You know, and they find <laughs> they in had the, the box? box. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> yeah, and well, they found out what was in the box in this film. I need to rewatch Seven. It's been too long. That's a good
0: goddamn movie. But that's what
1: that reminded me of a little bit.
0: Oh, and Spacey's even creepier
1: now. He's always creepy. But, I mean, now... <laughs> yeah, it's a good film, though. I mean, it's fucked up. All right. Speaking
0: of fucking, oh my god, goddamn humor, as he's gotten into his the beginning of his rampage, the goddamn police chief having to yell at the perp in the hospital, who broke your balls? Who broke your balls? I fucking
1: bust a gut. It's funny, man. I mean, even the guys, the guys that are underneath him, the chief inspector... When he says that, you can hear some of those guys snicker, they're like...
0: And that's part of the brilliance of this movie, is that I was busting a gut where, ten seconds before, I was kind of cringing in my seat, watching the dude's nuts get fucking bashed in by a fucking monkey wrench.
1: Yeah, man. You know, It looked so, like he fucking right-angled his dick. You know, you gotta think about that scene, too, like, leading into it, what that guy's doing. Like, he's at the computer. Oh, like yeah, it. he's... Oh,
0: yeah, I was like, oh... At first, the fucking scene opens
1: up, and I'm like, Motherfuckers,
0: are they behind me?
1: (laughs) I know, right? Is this on my playlist? Yeah, and then it just turns brutal, and the guy gets his smashed potatoes, gets whacked, and uh, goes to the hospital, and then you have this little comedic exchange. (laughs) You know, like, what what the fuck is doing this stuff? He gets fucked up, the second guy gets fucked up pretty good, the uh, motorcycle driver. Oh, yeah, the motorcycle driver. Yeah. Not as bad as the first guy. Not as bad as
0: the first guy. That was kind of disappointing. I kind of wish that that scene was longer and that he fucking stuck around and did something else. That's fucked up to say, but I guess I was kind of... I was in the mood for Brutal Revenge all weekend. Fucking Saturday. We're recording this on Monday. Saturday, I had a fucking dentist appointment and got two teeth pulled. So doctor's orders were that i just go home and fucking sit around all day so that I don't do anything to get my blood up too much to fucking dislodge the fucking blood clot, especially because I had two of them. You know what I mean? So they're like, fucking just go chill on your couch, watch Netflix, don't do anything else. I was like, no fucking problem there.
1: (laughs) Doctor's orders. Yeah,
0: doctor's (laughs) orders. And so I sat on the couch, and I turned on Punisher on Netflix and then on my fucking kindle read over 400 pages of the punisher damn gina all in one afternoon and went through like eight episodes on the screen and then i watched five hours of this movie dude i've been fucking brutal revenge
1: man no kidding
0: this entire weekend like nobody fucking take anything
1: that's precious to me right now motherfuckers yeah man <laughs> that's pretty awesome dude yeah we've put in our do this week i mean that it's there's no lie Let's see here. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, so some of those revenge scenes, like, leading up to how he finds. Oh, yeah, that was the thing. So
0: that was the point. Like, I've been brutal revenge all weekend, and then he just fucking kicks the shit out of that that? guy a little bit.
1: Like, I like how we find out, like, all right, he knows he's in trouble, old boy, right? He's driving these girls home, and one girl's asleep. Mm -hmm. They go to, like, this big greenhouse, and he's, like, you know, he's in rape mode. And he doesn't Wait, know that there's uh, a track on him. Oh, I mean, oh, before yeah, that, oh, yeah, there's a discovery. Before yeah. that, there oh, was yeah. another note I made. I need to talk. We need to talk about that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know what you're thinking of. Okay. But they did Sorry. show him killing a different chick before all that. Because that's when you see the, his guillotine in motion for the oh, first time. Oh, yes,
1: sir. You're right. That girl who's waiting at the bus stop. Yeah.
0: And after that, there's like a little 10-second interlude of him sitting down and playing guitar. That
1: is. Re- I like that. Yeah.
0: And that was one of the neatest scenes in the movie to me, because my note was actually that every guitar player has played exactly what he's played. Yeah. Because, I don't know how to explain it, but it's one of those things. I once heard a guitar, or read about a guitar tutor who joked that, you know, you've been teaching a a student this and that, and you have them go home and write a simple song, like a three-chord song, and come back the next day with it. And 80% of them will come back with Breakdown by Tom Petty. Yeah,
1: that's right. Not saying. even
0: realizing that that's what they did. It's just that those chords sound really good together. Yeah, yeah. And the sort of thing he was playing is the sort of thing where, by accident, every guitar player has just been sitting around some afternoon and hit all of those ninety 98% of what he hit.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Exactly like he did, just as they were just sitting around fucking around on, on chords and shit.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you know the scales, you know, and if you know the key that you're playing in, yeah, then you can kind of dick around and find these nice melodies like he was playing. Sort of.
0: Shit, even if you don't know that, even if you just know I mean, the different you just, chords and yeah, just fucking rudimentary around. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's nice finding it by it accident, too. Yeah. And, I don't know, it just sort of stood out to me. I'm like, fucking everybody I know that fucking has played that exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, thing. you're right.
1: I mean, it's, it's just fun kind of dicking off and finding these nice notes that fit together. But, yeah, that's a really cool scene. What it was, I think I did get ahead of myself, but I do like when New Boy, he discovers where Old Boy is staying. And he goes in, he finds, like, all the stuff that he's been hiding, like these women's garments, he goes like there's a door that opens and reveals the kill room. Right. And he just so happens to look down and he finds a ring in the grate. And that ring was his fiance's ring. And that right there really set in for him like this is the fucking dude. And then yeah, their first encounter. Okay, so is we're gonna good.
0: jump back and forth a little bit because yeah. now that you're talking about this scene I'm remembering it. But I feel like with how well this movie was done, I'm just missing it, and that they did do it this way and it works out. But he went in there, there was a little bit of a, not really an entryway, but it wasn't immediately in the kill room. You're right, like, he had a notice and turned around and then it led into the kill room.
1: Yeah, it's just like he was snooping around, I think he was looking through the mattress. But at the
0: very end of the movie, it kind of implies that, is there a completely other different entrance that goes directly into the kill room? Because um, at the end, the not family it. kind of goes directly into the killer. Yeah. I mean, there could be multiple ways into it that we weren't aware of. Yeah. It's a possibility. Is that a continuity error? Or do we just suck at fucking spatial
1: reasoning when we're super stoned watching movies? I don't know. I don't know maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But I mean, the way he was in it, he was like in a room, bedroom, it looked like. Maybe a sexy time room for him. But uh yeah the discovery of the ring like really set in that this is the fucking dude. He winds up getting a tracking device from a little buddy cop of his. It starts off with it just being bugged on that van that he's driving reveals where he has that girl. And I like the sequence where he reveals himself to old boy and he has it's called a crevice weeder mm-hmm. that Hookie has. <laughs> I wanted to know what the fuck the name of that thing was. It's like that's not a scythe cuz it's too small. I, okay, was like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what else to fucking call it. And so I was like, "Well, I'm a nerd. I need to check it out." And yeah, it's a crevice weeder. So that's what he uses, but that's a cool little fight. Yeah. Um, there is one thing.
0: There's a lot of choreography. So this involved. is the beginning. Um, this fight is also the beginning of the fact that old boy takes an inhuman amount of punishment throughout this movie. Whoa, does he not? Uh, I want to point out that that... When new Boy swings around and fucking kicks him in the chest, if they were both going that fast, and he managed to do that and catch him square on, I'm pretty positive that had to have been broken ribs. Like, oh, yeah. he would have been hitting him with so much force to fucking do that. And the way he hits him full on, like... Now, they don't apply it in the movie. They let you know when he gets hurt, but... Oh, I feel like that would have been like
1: yeah. I ribs. mean, you're right. I mean, the speed and the intensity they were hitting each other with, and man, there was a lot of intense moments. And when new boy finally gets a hold of old boy for the first time, he smashes his wrist. He hits him so over. I say, with, how much oh, can man. you do with a smashed it wrist? Because it up. seems
0: to not do too much to old boy. Not much overall. He has in the beginning, um, he has a
1: hard time with it, but. Later on, that's the only hand he drives with. (laughs) Yeah, right? Well, you know, this is a silly connection, but we just did Ravenous. And there is, you know, spoilers. There's scenes in this that has tons of cannibalism.
0: But old boy didn't eat me.
1: I know, but we don't know that for sure. Not for sure. I mean, Not we Not for do, sure, but <laughs> no. I'm just saying. You're right. I mean, just the lend of the hand that, like, man, he can use his wounds and they heal pretty quick. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just jerking off on that. I man, he does take a, a fucking pounding, and there is that moment where he opens up the envelope and is all full of money, and he's like, "Is this guy a fucking psychopath? What is going on here?" Well,
0: and he gets picked up by those guys, and I keep oh, going back and too. forth.
1: So was that random, or were those guys hired by New? Oh, no, I think those guys were just looking to uh, rob somebody, kill somebody, perhaps, and they picked the wrong guy to pick up. So here's my theory. They were told by
0: Newboy to get him, and then he has the money on his person, and they'd have to oh, take it by yeah. force from him, that's and good he point. just left him the money.
1: Maybe that's what the money was for, yeah. Like, he's got a lot of cash, I you do, because it did take him a while to get... To that scene of that incident, yeah. So it's a good point. I like. And they that. were they were right that's there, the like immediately. They were just available for the quick cash, and they got the quick slash instead.
0: And I also gonna throw out there. I also feel like him killing them wasn't part of the plan, mm-hmm. and that their orders weren't actually to completely kill him. Maybe their just, orders um, were to rough him up, yeah, incapacitate him, him. Mm. buggery. Well, he's trying to inflict the same things on him that he are the same suffering yeah, and terror that he does to point. his victims. And you find out that, I mean, mm. the fucking cannibal guy, he's like, oh, yeah, he gives him pleasure before his pain. He Get does it? make heavy notes of that. I mean, he rapes a few other times. He does. So were they supposed to rape him, mm. but then the plan went wrong and new boy had to skip to like step
1: four? You know what I mean? Yeah fight or flight man <laughs> you know you ain't getting this thing for free no I like it because the guy keeps antagonizing the driver he keeps antagonizing old boy he's like he's like man you're just you're so lucky tonight man you're just so lucky that we got you you know dudes in the back what are the odds that you Dude, and him that knifing what yeah so he does he he has a blade and I like it because he got it from his van so he was mm-hmm. he was knowledgeable this is a knowledgeable killer he's a fucking psychopath but he's like, all right. It's time to play. He's like, no. He's like, um, I think it's you're very unlucky today. And they're both those guys. Come, they're like, oh shit. Guy in the back seat reaches for his and Shank party starts. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and it's so brutal and there's so much blood. And he's just like, oh, oh my god, is that? They don't say anything. He's just, wow, Shank party. And the car stays on the road for a good bit. A surprising bit. Driver's but... pretty good for what's going on to him
0: wow <laughs> which uh also then old boy survives they don't even show how no they don't show how he hits or anything no. but they wreck going at a respectable speed and he just oh, yeah. then you just see him walking off
1: yeah there's a scene of him uh washing up <coughs> leaving those bodies behind i did like when new boy finally discovers those two guys but where he was at he would have had to like his head against the windshield right? oh oh no Pff, yeah yeah, yeah. He wasn't wearing any device to protect him from a crash.
0: By that point, they were going, like, 25, 30 it, and Even and then, an impact
1: like that? Yeah, that's a heavy impact. He appeared unscathed from that. Yeah. He was crafty little motherfucker. But I just like the, whole, the cat and mouse that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. It's leading up to something. And eventually, I don't know how far I'm skipping ahead, but eventually it does lead to where... Old boy, he eventually goes and finds his friends, the guy who's taken over the house. Well, (laughs) to the uh, cannibal friends? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I I
0: wanted to make note first that I thought it was really funny because fucking new boy is like, all he is is the ultimate cock block. There's two times in the movie where he directly interrupts fucking...
1: He does. Old boy.
0: Old boy getting his forced groove on.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, the first time he's got that young girl... First time he gets there
0: beforehand. The second time he lets him start in.
1: Oh, yeah. We should make note of that a little bit. I did want to talk about the scene a little bit prior to that because I did write some notes down. I thought they were a little bit funny because I was like, man, this is a long movie. You can be boring a little bit if you're just writing straight notes. But anyhow, when old boy gets that soccer uniform and goes to get that prescription and he talks to the old man Mm -hmm. and the old man's like you know how do you get can your injury wrist playing soccer he's like who uses a wrist and then old boy's like hold on old man he's like you better watch your fucking tongue son (laughs) right he's like you keep giving me live like that you can catch these fists (laughs) that's right (laughs) right he's like you know run them glasses yo (laughs) right (laughs) and the old man's like what what and the girl comes in and she's like, you need to get your prescriptions. And he's like, hold on, little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where it cues him off because uh, he flirts with her. It makes her uncomfortable a little bit. She smiles a little bit. Mm-hmm. She goes back in the room. She's like, oh, my God. <sighs> she turns around. There's an old boy. Take your panties off, girl. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And before new boy intervenes, this is. He a, had time to stop it.
0: He lets it oh, start man. happening just so that he can get fucking dirty a little bit like tired. blue balls.
1: Yeah, so what? So what happens? This is a little graphic, so uh, for the kids that are listening, you might want to tune out. Oh, uh, no, Timmy! There's this. What happens? You see, like old boy pushing head down, right? And she's like, "No," <laughs> and they're like, "Wow, this is," you know. I mean, I'm surprised they put that left that in, right? But then, yeah, new boy comes in and smashes him with a fucking fire extinguisher. When mm-hmm. he eventually cuts his Achilles heel out viciously that is oh yeah brutal- so he cuts his achilles <laughs> holy shit after i mean he smashes the hell out of his Fox head him up yeah beats the shit out of him he makes a girl stay to bandage his wounds because he's like uh, uh-uh, in the greenhouse him. he smashed the hell out of his head into the oh, ground man. it's like that dude can take an ass whooping
0: <laughs> a plus ass whooping <laughs> I had to write down it was fucking hilarious too when old boy
1: stopped the army troop van <laughs> that was funny after he killed those dudes and he drove off and oh well, he was drinking and driving is what he was doing mm-hmm. and he was mocking a new boy and he fell asleep apparently he woke up and started walking he had that screwdriver he put in his back yeah and he flagged down and there was an army convoy <laughs> and they're like what happened did you stall he needs some help what's going on and he
0: just just mute yeah <laughs> fucking um, hilarious that dude. is a I funny scene rolling.
1: and you get all these like army guys looking out the side like, they all have that same expression but yeah it's
0: that's a, that's a really funny scene so now my next note skips ahead to the fucking okay. the cannibals mm. which we almost skipped ahead to anyway yeah so i feel like the chick i'm wondering what her thing is i feel like she was a serial killer as well that they all met somehow. Yeah, but they probably and, were But, but like that tangled. she has a different thing. I can see that. But I'm wondering what, what it is. Hmm. Also, I find it extremely interesting that fucking old boy has like a rep, and like all these killers seem to know
1: who each yeah. other are. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right. So leading all into that, that whole dinner sequence and old boy calling TJ is what I put his name is like tae Jong or some shit. The cannibal, he calls him crazy, <coughs> and he like he takes offense. And then he's like, hey, son, don't you know who I am? (laughs) Yeah. You better recognize Oh, man. He's like, you better better check your street cred. (laughs) Right? Right? Fuck, dude. No, he fucking pulls a mic on him. He does. And the guy's like, boo, shit. He's like, man, this man got me fucked up, son. (laughs) Right? He's like, man, I got, I get too emotional when I get tense. It's like, yeah, maybe you need to relieve your tension. But, um, yeah why do i cry when i get tense yeah and he was kind of going on about like man once you taste this meat shun you ain't never want no other one (laughs) right he's like nah i don't think so he's like shit's got you thinking crazy yeah he doesn't like being called crazy which we find out a little bit later on but what that does is it sets off the cannibal to go prep his next meal he wants old boy to rest and Here's a little fun fact. This is a little nugget for people because of the censorship. I think the Korean cut uh-huh. had a scene with the young lady that's inside the house with the cannibal and old boy. There's a scene where they have a, I'm trying to give a, a proper way to say this, but there's some sodomy that was involved that got cut out in the international cut. Oh, right and in my copy it's a part of the deleted scenes not that i want to see that but it is a part of it and apparently it was like popular that scene and people were upset that was cut out it's like "Mm, i can do without that yeah i mean all right whatever you know you know whatever no i
0: did want to say that the weird interactions and the fact that they all seem to know each other and that there were reps and knowledge of other killers and shit yeah very much reminded me of Neil Gaiman's Sandman series. Oh, cool. There is a little bit of a story arc that actually involves a serial killer convention. <laughs> yeah? And serial killers from across the world, all <laughs> basically like Comic-Con, That's and awesome. they all get together and they fucking know each other, and there's like I, fucking oh, panels, yeah. and they're bitching about things, and yeah. guest speakers giving talks and That's shit. That's awesome, and, man. Like some TED Talks about... <laughs> fucking Funland and fun in the corinthian is yeah, supposed awesome. to show up and yeah, that's awesome i was like oh fuck like you know what i want like what i want especially because the end of this movie and the alternate extended ending mm-hmm. where it implies that so in the alternate extended ending new boy his bosses know what he did mm-hmm. and they're like go hang out in china until this all blows over And as he's heading to get his ride over to China, he kind of sees, like, some dude stalking, like, some high school chicks. Mm. And he turns off to sort of, it implies that, uh, you know, I've already gone too far, like, but I can kill other killers.
1: Yeah,
0: some Dexter-ish stuff, yeah. I want there to be, like, a serial killer culture, and he's trying to, like, get into the serial killer convention. I want there to be a fucking over-the-top crazy movie <laughs> where like, he's uh, this new, crazy, harder-as-hell... The fucking, pick of
1: destiny for a killer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Where he's, like, this fucking hard-as-hell yeah. new serial killer on the block taking down these other killers. I mean,
1: that'd be pretty awesome.
0: Turning their ways against them and shit. Okay.
1: Except he us. takes
0: it over the fucking top and just watch him gradually degrade even yeah. into even more of a fucking Gosh, monster. Man. Especially because he's a fantastic actor, so I'd yeah. want to see that more than anything. He
1: is, He's a brilliant actor. He does a fantastic job, man. I mean, the, both these guys, too, and, you know, I mentioned the fact that they had to learn a lot of choreography for a lot of their action sequences and car sequence we had talked about a little bit earlier. They were using a car they brought into a studio, and they chopped off the fucking hood, and they had, like, this piece of p- pixie glass with the cameras on top mm-hmm. And they were saying like they had to choreograph the stabs and the blood and stuff like that. And they were kind of like spinning the car around because I like he uses a lot too the director and the cinematographer those kind of panning sequences. You either get these you know like these almost like scrolling motions, and then you get the 360 or you know around the shoulder and from different perspectives. I like that a lot too. The angles in this film are very important for a lot of those sequences, but. Man, the fights in it are—they look pretty realistic. Like yeah. shit goes down, and in the fucking serial killer house,
0: I wrote down the fucking cannibal house when they're all hanging out there. After a new boy shows up, and there's the giant fucking beatdown where he knocks mm. the other two out and fucking—well, he knocked. You know, he goes to town on oh, all yeah. of them. I wrote that there is no way that is humanly possible that fucking old boy would still be alive and fully functional after the beating he takes upstairs. And, you know, yeah, oh my and the only God, reason damn. he's
1: functioning is for the convenience of the plot after uh, that um, point forward. I mean, <laughs> new boy, spoiler, because you're here, he repeatedly bashes oh. him with that small lead pipe, but dude, there he winds up no breaking it way. over his head. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, his fucking brain matter would have been all over the floor by this point. There's no way he would have survived that. Any person, any strong person doesn't matter. No, Even way. the
0: wounds they were showing, I'm like, they he fucking... <laughs> He's got bits of his skull impacted
1: into his brain. Like, Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of head beatings in this fucking film, man. Like, There's I mean, a couple that, of that's women that, the thing. that got That's not the first time he's <laughs> took a major head beating from him, either. No, it's not. Like, the rock scene, he bashes him with the rock, and he almost bludgeons him. hmm It's like, no, 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 you're going in a ditch. Well, and then with, like we already mentioned, the fire
0: extinguisher <laughs> oh, at the doctor's.
1: Dude, every time like every chance whooping. he
0: gets... He gets a major fucking head trauma. Yeah. Well, I wrote down, at this point, at that point, concussion. after that, <laughs> at that point in the movie, I'm like, there's, yeah. the only reason he's
1: alive is because of the plot. <laughs> you know, maybe this lends a little to our hand for a while. You know, we mentioned football on occasion. It's like, you know, we do talk about concussions, and we know it's, it's consequences, because we see what happened to these players. This guy, man, he's walking around with like five, six, seven, eight concussions right now. <laughs> There is no fucking way. No, like I said, a lot of it I wrote down, there's not very many cons. You know, I think a lot of it, too, is just it lends to, like, the unrealistic aspect of it a little bit. It's like you don't want it to be maybe too heavily, like, hyper-realistic. So maybe they're kind of throwing those little things in there just as like, hey, we don't want you to emulate some of this stuff. But I, just, I do find, like, humors that they throw shit in like that, too, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, the ass weapons he takes are ginormous. Like, so there's no way that any normal person could sustain that. Okay, so my next, I guess, kind of critical
0: note, not really a critical note, but just something I noticed and I, I just sort of laughed in <laughs> my head about because the only way it can happen is between fucking cuts. Okay. Is when old boy is turning himself in.
1: <clears throat> I thought this going to get brought up. This is good
0: and new boy fucking swoops in to gather him up mm-hmm. to take him off to his final destination. Like, old boy wins if he gets captured by the police because new boy can't take his vengeance out on him. Exactly. So and Then he, it's over. He, he actually is trying to get turn himself in, and new boy actually is abducting him. So he didn't want to go in, but he gets draped over his fucking <laughs> lap, it's and so, then he's going too I fast to where, like, if he fell out backwards... It's over. It's over. Yeah, but he still has a knife in his hand. He does, and he's just kind of draped over New Boy's lap. How the fuck does New Boy end up securing him to
1: get him into the fucking hideout? You know, when you're a secret agent, you can't divulge too much information. <laughs> you know, maybe there's just certain things the Korean army doesn't want us to know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I right? know, like, I'm just joking. But you're right. I mean, there wasn't any like implied violence. There was just like a drive off. And there was and then a, then a lot, cut, <laughs> a cut to a dark drive back to that greenhouse, and you know, kind of the lead up to the final moment. And then of the you're film. in the kill room, into the the final kill uh, room. Oh man! Moment. I think some of the things that really make this movie stand out is the fact that old boy, there's a thing that happens after uh, the cannibal and the other chick, picking ass kicking in the house, is the cannibal tells new boy, he's like, huh. He's like, you fucked what the wrong person, homie. He's like, this is what's gonna happen. I think you're fucked this time. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think when well, they say game set match, right? You created a monster, huh? Go figure. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, he even mentions that to old boy, like he, you created a monster. So I mean, it's kind of the double play on it. But anyway, I mean, he reveals to him old boy's plan, what he's gonna do, and he's gonna take vengeance out on the old guy that was uh, his fiance's dad. And then, unfortunately for her sister, she gets involved, too. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. And it happens. It goes down. Like, it doesn't end well. Oh, man. But that's Uh, not the end of Revenge. So the director
0: has (laughs) clarified that she is dead. Yeah. But as far as the movie shows, she could have survived and just been beaten the hell up. She could have been, like, catatonic. All you see is literally, like, a half-second shot of her body in, like, a sleeping bag. And it just looks beat to hell.
1: She had a sleepover at the wrong alley. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, but honestly, the director has clarified she's dead. Yeah, and I even wrote read some notes about that too. Like, yeah, she she got mutilated. So yeah, it didn't end well for her. But I was just like, man, that's heavy. Like he literally killed that whole family. You know what was left of it, I suppose, even the baby. And that just set new boy off to a whole new limit. He didn't give a shit. He eventually does reveal to some of those cops, like, "Hey, man, this dude he got loose because he wound up shitting out that tracking device." And the thing too is like, "Oh man, that dude slipped up at the tongue and made a mistake." But by asking new boy if it was still inside of him, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, he heard it." But anyway, there was just there's just a lot of recklessness and that. There was several moments where he could have ended him, old boy, that is, at any time. He could, new boy, could end it, old boy, at any moment. But every he time had, he let he him off, have his vengeance too there badly. Was, yeah, there was repercussions of it. And I think that was kind of the, the interesting story. It was like, you know, when you have something in your clutches, it keeps certain things intact. You know, keeps certain things in motion too. But he kept letting them off, and it was a destructive path all the way through the end of the film. And even the end of the film was like it's pretty brutal, even though it's like mm, finally it's there was a resolve. But man, it's it's intense like all the shit he had to go through just to get revenge (laughs) and that was the
0: thing i did write down my very last note on this movie i realized five minutes after i wrote it that it was invalid because he was fucked way before that anyway Mm -hmm. but i wrote he's fucked because he left the tracker at the crime scene and so he's fucking over his buddy and his buddy's going to turn him over he basically already told him that yeah. But then I'm like, wait, he's fucked anyway, because he already called the cops and told them yeah. what he did, and that's how he got, it. that's I mean, how they got to the chief's house as fast as they, it wasn't in time. Yeah,
1: the chief inspector, oh. But th- that's how he, they got there as Zhang, fast they, as they yeah, did anyway. Exactly. He like, yeah, he's like, look, um, I fucked up, and dudes, you know, he's headed to Jang's uh, house.
0: So I forgot that he had told him <sighs> anyway, but my last note yeah. was like, even if he hadn't told him, he really fucked up, because he left that fucking tracker there. Oh, but man. at that point, he doesn't oh. care anyway, like, he's God. lost it all, and. I
1: like how the music, too, kind of ratcheted up some and of that And he even moment.
0: realized... Oh, my God. I love that he realized he still couldn't even win because old boy doesn't feel any of those fucking emotions anyway.
1: No, he's a complete sociopath and psychopath. Yeah, he doesn't have any empathy or sympathy for anybody. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, but it was kind of interesting, too. Like, after he takes all this massive ass whoopings, he gets dumped off. He knows he's got to take a turd to get that out of his system. Just happens a cop gets his ass kicked and then it's like, uh oh, what happened? And yeah, then, like I said, the whole series of like killings happen, to where he finally gets caught. And without giving too much away at the end, because I want people to watch this film too, and, and you know get to watch it for themselves. But there's a kind of a brutal moment where a new boy kind of shanks old boy in the cheek. Oh, you <laughs> oh, know what, what I
0: wanted. I'm not gonna lie that's yeah. a, another moment where I wanted it just a little bit gory. oh it could've
1: been yeah and I wanted him to hit teeth on the way in so oh fucking... ooh, and like her gum like mm-hmm. like, ugh, just pull out a little bit of his gum matter mm-hmm. I still thought too he was like, like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some of the exchanges that I thought were interesting, like say, were some of the stuff that old boy was saying to people, and he had some interesting quips. You know, I noted that the director and/or maybe the cinematographer liked to use like these long shots of hallways, and I just I liked how, for whatever reasons, doors were very important in this film. Like mm-hmm. there was going in and out of doors, and people hiding in doorways and frames. Just, I thought the cinematography was really cool, and I did get to watch a little bit of that behind the scenes and how they were shooting, like, the car swoop sequence where new boy scoops up old boy in the street. That was pretty... I have to
0: admit, that was pretty dope, even if... Yeah, it it was pretty it interesting
1: how they did it. They put, like, the wheels on dollies, like, just little rollers, and they used a tow truck to kind of push it a little bit, and they were using guys when they needed to, like, rotate it just to kind of ease mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah, so what the guy who was uh, responsible for some of the choreography, he was like... He's like, man, American filmmakers—they probably have it pretty easy compared to what the hell we're doing over here. Because I, we don't really know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what he was saying, right? He's like, we don't know where he's like, but we're having fun and mm-hmm. we figured it out. And you know, and it was what they were saying the entire time. Everybody that was involved, this was including the actors and the people behind the scenes and stuff. They said that because of this director, it was almost like Antonia Bird with is they, they like, he liked to nurture the people, everybody on set. And they said when you actually film scenes, it was fun and it wasn't, like, arduous. They said the prep was the time that was, like, really rough mm-hmm. because there was, like, months and hours and everything. They had to devote to make everything work. Mm-hmm. But because of, you know, everybody was open to ideas and just, you know. No one was trying to overrule each other or be dominant. They all worked within their own expertise. And, man, there was a huge payoff in this film. I was about to say, whatever the fuck
0: they did, it worked out because this movie is great. I mean, there's a lot of
1: ways where this film could have gone wrong in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But it didn't. I love this film. And I found this film at the local library I worked at. Nice. (laughs) Can you believe that? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I was like, man, what?
0: Yeah, I read the back and that's, I was sold. I mean, I was sold from the trailer and the yeah. credits, but I should have got to this movie a lot sooner than I did. I wouldn't hesitate to recommend it to anybody. No. As long as I felt that they could kind of handle the amount of violence in it. Did we mention this is an extremely violent movie? Motherfucker just goes off like on a whim.
1: So, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's intense. Those moments of violence are super intense, man. It, and it's vicious. It's very primal is what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> Check it out for yourself. You'll see.
0: Yeah, highly recommend going and checking it out. As we mentioned, we do know that it's on Shutter because certainly Shutter. We watched it on there. There's a free trial; you can check it out.
1: Something I do want to. Add I kind to of it. wish
0: that they were paying us to say all of that, but whatever. I'm going to say it anyway because I yeah. use their service and I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed how enjoyed easy I they made it. So
1: I mean, we all use like Netflix <laughs> and Hulu and Amazon and stuff like that, but I think they do a pretty good job with their catalog. I'm not going to lie. But what I was going to say is, you mentioned too, like for those who've got the Big Daddy Warbucks and all that stuff. Oh Jesus! Uh, you got the steel book for we? it, but.
0: I mean, the listing I saw for it
1: was like around a hundred bucks. So. Yeah, so if it you can shell it out, man. Steel you got yourself book. a nice one. Maybe one day. We never know. But yeah, I mean, this uh, movie does have some really badass versions and releases for it. So pick up a copy if you're interested. They're available.
0: Find some way to watch it. It was on Netflix for a long time because I had it on my Netflix feed yeah. for a long time. But it's not there right now. So, But you know,
1: I would imagine like because of its popularity, it'll be making the rounds eventually. But yeah, check it out in the meantime. I enjoyed doing the film. I think I don't think we spoiled too much because the ending is pretty good. Dude, this entire
0: movie, we we breezed through this. like We did. So, this entire movie is fantastic, worth a watch. It really is. Um, The
1: story is really compelling. The people who portray their parts are man, like they sell it. Like, you actually feel for the guy taking revenge, New Boy, and Old Boy sells his part. I mean, mean, that's what more can I say about that? I mean, they do a great job. See, now, oh man, Nalao 1 is
0: like a fucking trilogy where, like, the second one is just like the further darkening of New Boy. Boy to the point where he even like loses his fucking code and he starts killing with impunity like old boy and then the third one is old boy's son (laughs) years later going on his own quest for revenge could be
1: and it ends with them killing each other and completing out the cycle Hmm. could be the end of the cycle that's that would be fun that'd be interesting Well, like I said, that's the enjoyment that we get out of this is the ideas that spring forth because of these films. Like I said, there's a lot of cool things that you can play off of these films. But I think within their keep it super fucking
0: violent. Go gorier, too. You can like like I said, that descent into violence. In The second movie, uh, nobody's gonna fucking make this, so and nobody's gonna listen to me if they do make this. But
1: <laughs> I mean, sometimes you gotta throw those ideas out there, you never know. Uh, if they this stick. idea has to go
0: out into the ether, so maybe, like, oh my god. But I say, like I said, have them going up against serial killers and turning oh, yeah. their methods against them, but going like overboard
1: with it. it, certainly could. But yeah, man, like I said, I was once again thrilled that we got to discuss this film. I think it's a film worth mentioning to audiences all over the world. I mean, our American audience, you know, everybody around us, check it out. It's worth it. But, you know, with that being said, too, we really haven't decided what we've got planned next either. So we've been keeping it a pretty decent surprise throughout this month. Oh, do we have something planned next? Not that I know of. Okay, cool.
0: I mean, (laughs) there's a couple things that we definitely have coming up on the hopefully very soon. Oh, we we certainly will. But maybe not exactly for next week. Right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Oh, it's obvious that I'm kinda bloodthirsty right now, I think. So we'll see what happens. We'll (laughs) see what comes out of that. In order to tune in to that. You're probably already listening to us on a platform. We would highly like enjoy it if you hit subscribe yeah. on whatever platform that happens to be if it's not all that convenient for you however you're listening to it right now check around i think we're on damn near everything right now
1: yeah i mean we even have it on our website on www yeah that's the other thing you, you can always
0: like play in the fucking browser yeah and just go make to our it website easy. and we're going to be streaming down at the bottom of
1: the page yeah and it usually starts with our more recent episode and you can work your way through it so yeah
0: it's fun you can hit us up, squirmcast at gmail.com, or our Facebook, oh, Facebook, Fried yeah. Squirms, Twitter at Fried Squirms, Instagram, Fried Squirms Podcast. Yeah, we like pitches. And also, as just a little side note, if you'd like to see me and Danny perform for yes. the masses in a, I mean, we know, I'm sure there has to be other people who, like us, mm-hmm. work in the grocery and retail worlds and need a little bit more customer training. Or not customer training, a little bit more training. And uh, we were part of a little project.
1: Yeah, we were involved (laughs) in a... uh, I would like to think of instructional videos for people in the merchandise industry and, like I said, grocery. And we were involved with our friends from our Shining episode. So Patrick and Riley were involved with us. And we... Debuted our first uh, video, video on YouTube. Yeah, so it's uh, fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it? that's just a friendly reminder. Yeah, Jafar, J A F R. Just a friendly reminder. Customer service. Yeah, it's fun. Oh my God, it's please like it's not. If, if Don't you're, take it if serious. You're, if you're imagining like a standard customer service video <laughs> oh right God. now,
1: I would liken it to like maybe Adult Swimish, but not. Over not have, too over the not, top.
0: We're not there yet. No, no no, um, no, 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 no. If we ever get to the point where we don't get to show them at work,
1: then it's oh, going to go there. Yeah, we have. But a right now, to But right now, we're that.
0: kind of under a leash.
1: Yeah, we have to work within confines. So, but I mean, we still. But it's a, going to go. We had a lot of fun doing it. I mean, I had a blast, and I don't mind sharing it with people.
0: But we're your faces on the fucking camera. So if you want <laughs> to see <laughs> our beautiful mugs and why that we tend to go audio only, yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, we're some beautiful creatures.
0: (laughs) And produced by our friends from The Shining episode, which we would also highly, we would love it if you'd go check out that episode. That's still one of my favorite to date.
1: You know, somebody I want to give a shout out to is um, the music he did for it and for our segments and our, you know, opening theme is uh, Justin. So he helped on the Jafar as well.
0: Oh, yeah, Justin. Yeah, that's right. Justin, so big out, did... Big shout-out to Justin. Our opening theme also did the music for Jafar, so... Yeah. That's so. another Fried Squirms tie-in, and, and I would uh, love it if you'd go check it out.
1: We might have a listener in Portland, our friend Casey, Mr. Carter, <laughs> yeah, with a, a little segment in that video, too. So big shout-out to Casey if you're listening.
0: Yeah. It would be awesome if you'd go check it out, because we're just going to keep making them anyway and we're going to keep plugging them every time we put them out so. oh
1: yeah man i'm having fun with it you know and it's a fun little side project too but yeah i'm having a good time we're man. Re-
0: honestly we're making at least 12 whether we get to keep showing them at work or not so. Yeah,
1: i hope we come up with a dvd release and maybe some uh behind the scenes footage of we piss had bucket. piss bucket and golden showers Oh, yeah, I got a golden hand wash, at least. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But, yeah, there's some funny stuff that's involved. But uh, I had a good time, man. It was it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun, too. Hopefully you go check that out. And
0: like I was saying, also the Shining episode, one of my favorites. Still oh, two day. gosh. That was so Very much Very fun. funny. And enlightening. And, and it's a commentary. We tried yeah. to do a commentary for a movie that we had no part of.
1: No, I mean, if anything, the, the closest we were was, like, maybe being in the same state that the opening scene that's about it and so
0: of course we have a lot to say about it
1: yeah i mean we're the experts we're the
0: experts (laughs) please go check that out but for this week i'm done
1: yeah me too but i had a lot of fun Uh, i look forward to several more and once again thank you for listening
0: yeah we love Uh, you with that fried squirms out.